0: Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing for Law Firms podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into clients. Now, here's the founder and CEO of 10 Golden Rules, Jay Berkowitz.
1: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time this podcast finds you, Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing for Law Firms podcast. We've got a great guest today, Josh Hostello from Lead Docket and Filevine. I'll get to Josh's intro in just one second. A couple things. First, upcoming, we've got a couple awesome live workshops. And if you haven't been to our live workshops, they've been viewed over 300,000 times on YouTube. Uh, but always great to catch them live. We have one of the law industry's real rock stars on our next episode. It's EOS for Law Firms with Mike Morse. He's built a $200 million PI firm in Michigan, the largest PI firm in Michigan. And he credits a lot of his success to the entrepreneurial operating system, EOS. And he was one of Gino Wickman's first clients. He's the author of Traction and the creator of EOS. So you don't want to miss that one. And if you do miss it, it'll be available on our YouTube channel. And also in February, we're going to do Google screened LSAs, the local service ads. And people tell us all the time, we just can't get back in the top three of the LSAs. So we've got our secret algorithm for getting in the top three of the LSAs. And we've got uh, folks who always tell us we were in the top three and then we fell out of the top three. So we'll be covering LSAs and EOS. In the next two live workshops also don't miss a couple great podcasts we just did if, if this is your first 10 golden rules podcast uh check out episode city, 66 charlie Mann shared his five hundred thousand dollar referral engine if you don't really have a nailed down referral game charlie's the guy he's got a great strategy for building those referral relationships in your local market and uh, the law firm accelerator and culture guru, Bill Biggs, is on episode 64, just to name a few. So check out some of our past shows if you're just coming to the podcast. And if you like them, uh, we really appreciate you for a five-star review. Anyways, without further ado, uh, let's get into our guest. Josh is kind enough to be with us. And you know, for me, there's a really critical tool that they have at FileVine, which is a legal case management software, and it's called Lead Docket. And they acquired a company called Lead Docket. But I call it an interstitial, but that's probably not a real name for it. But it, it's what happens in between the lead and in between your case management system. It's mission critical to track those leads properly, assign them to someone on your team for follow-up, and you know get the data so you can follow up with people, set up an email series, um, set up a follow-up sequence, even for your internal office people to make sure they're getting back to those leads. And then the beauty of it is we can track it from a marketing perspective. That's why I'm so excited about it. We know which leads came in from SEO, came in from pay-per-click, came in from LSAs, and we can track the performance of each of those programs when you hook up Lead Docket to your case management system. Now, obviously it's built to sell with Filevine, but it it can actually work with other uh, legal case managements and CRMs. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about Josh Hostelow. He's a seasoned professional known for his contributions to law firm case management. He's the product owner at Lead Docket. But the cool thing about Josh, he worked at a law firm and he really did it. You know, he implemented uh, this technology with the firm. They built the firm. He'll tell you, you know, about the scale they got to. And uh, we learn a little bit about him as we get into the interview. So without further ado, uh, let me introduce Josh Hostelow from Lead Docket
0: and FileBind. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I went to school here locally where I'm from. I went to a school called Columbus State University. When I got out of school, I really didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I had a background in biology and a minor in chemistry and really was, you know, not really, you know, focused in that direction. And I played sports all my life. And so uh, I went into the, the sporting business and training athletes. And I did that for about nine years and, and grew a pretty, pretty big business there. And then after that, um, I had a family friend and, and cousin of mine who ran a law firm, and he was looking to expand and grow. Um, and with my previous background of growing growing that business in the uh, in the sports facility world, I took a lot of what I learned there and, and helped grow that law firm for seven years. grew it from three offices to 13, tripled <laughs> revenue, and were able to, to really optimize how they ran their law firm. Um, you know, I, I started from the very beginning. I kind of just wanted to learn the firm, even though I was, you know, working on growing, and I wanted to learn everything about how a, a personal injury law firm worked from how they got cases to you know how they worked the cases and even how they dispersed the clients um you know we worked really hard for the first couple of years just really optimizing a, a lot of their marketing and things like that and then eventually working into their technology side and how they um, how they were able to uh, change their technology to help grow the firm and reduce cost internally. Um, but additionally, get, get, get them done faster, get these cases done faster and get these clients the, the money they deserve faster. And of course, as, as everyone knows, you know, if, if your clients are getting paid faster, you're getting paid faster as well. So did that. And uh, in the process, uh, one of the technologies we used was FileVine and eventually Lead Docket in there and then the e-signature tool in Vinesign. And so we're working with all of that. It led me to the technology world and really like what this technology could do for each one of these firms. And so in in 2022, I took the leap of uh, moving to the lead docket side um, and really started helping grow this product as well. This product is is used by over a thousand law firms uh, across the United States, Canada, a couple other uh, countries, and we are uh, continually expanding the reach between Volvine Lead Docket, and in our e-signature platform in Bindsign.
1: So you were kind of like the guy from, I think it was Remington. This is a really old reference, but there used to be a TV commercial and the guy's like, this razor was so good, I bought the company.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, you know, I think that um I just, I love the people when working with volvine and implementing that product. And um we had, we we're bringing in about 4,500 cases a year. And so you can imagine you spend a lot of time with your technology and implementing that and getting that right. For the firm, and I spent a little over a year with their implementation department at, at Falvine, and uh, really met Ryan Anderson, the uh, owner of Falvine, and and kind of learned just how that company, you know, was built and made and and got to where it was, and it was just fascinating to me, and and led me to the point of saying, "Hey, I want to make that transition." So,
1: just uh, I'll break it down super simple because I know some some folks haven't transitioned yet to using a case management. And then we'll talk about lead docket and the role that plays. So what is a case manager and how does, you know, what is FileVine, you know, really give us the basics and then, then we'll go go to the intermediary. Yeah,
0: definitely. (laughs) So, you know, here's, here's what, in my opinion and, and many others opinion on case management is how you handle every case that comes in the door. Uh, Back in the original days, lawyers had uh, they had folders and they had you would see them carry these red folders around and they'd have every piece of documentation that happened in this case. Uh, Imagine that your case management platform is that red folder for every case you have. And so every one of the every communication that goes on in that case happens in FileVine. And and that is the case management platform. That is that red folder. Anything from documents uh, to text messages to emails. You have everything in one place. Um, as this world evolved, imagine that that red folder, you can't put a text message in there without forwarding that text message to someone's email and then printing that out. And it's this, this this, you know, inefficient process. So a case management platform really brings all the efficiencies to your actual process within your law firm and also helps you be able to track all the processes that are going on so that you can improve on those. You know, again, I think that we have to evolve. Uh, as we're working legal matters into being able to communicate with our clients, being able to communicate with other firms you're working with, or even, you know, the defendant parties that you're dealing with as well. And that's what Filevine is. It's a a case management platform that takes all the communication pieces and all of the legal matter pieces and puts them in one central location for your team and not just you to, you know, work those cases. A couple of interesting things you mentioned, like you said You were very
1: astute in the previous firm of using technology to get speed to resolve the cases and get your clients paid faster and get paid faster. I'd love to probe into that a little bit. How does the case management technology
0: help you move cases quicker? Absolutely. So uh, a couple of things. the, The very base level is you're able to set up predefined task by dates and times, that you're able to follow up with a client or follow up with an insurance company or follow up with a medical provider to be able to get all the information into the system, whether you need MedREX or you're getting a counter offer or you're getting the settlement check coming in. So these are things that can be pre-set up based off of where the, it is in the process in the case. So every case has worked in a very similar fashion. Not only so, once you have that set up, then you're able to track those times of how long it takes to get these things completed. Once you have real metrics, you can then start to see where you're falling through the cracks and being able to speed those processes up. What I noticed is we were really good at the time of bringing it in the door and really getting to that initial offer from an insurance company. But once we had the offer, once we had the acceptance, it took too long for us to be able to get the check in the door and get the client paid. So originally, it was over 30 days from the time we accepted an offer till we dispersed a client. With these metrics, we realized that we could add a couple steps in there to be able to speed the process up by saying, hey, once you get that acceptance, we want an automatic letter to go out within the first 24 hours. And then also on top of that, we also wanted a follow-up call every 24 hours that it didn't happen, that we didn't have that uh, check in the door. And so what happened is we were able to improve it from over 30 days to 19 days. So it was was roughly about a 12-day decrease that we saw, which means that we were able to start bringing in money faster in the door to be able to get people the checks and the money they deserve, also getting medical providers paid faster, and eventually, obviously, getting the firm paid faster.
1: Talk to me about the role FileVine plays in uh, medical chronologies. And I understand there's a lot of simplification and automation that is available now.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, one of the things that we have uh, that this very fairly recent is we have the use of AI within within FileVine. And we're able to take uh, the medical records and be able to put them through our medical chronology um, AI, and it's able to pull out um, the dates of treatment uh, the CPT codes, all the things that you may be looking for so that you're not having to read through hundreds of pages. We can bring it into a, a simple text field to be able to see all the dates of treatment, the CPT codes, and maybe even some different things that you're looking for within them. You can ask uh, the AI to pull out, you know, any red flags, any discrepancies within the treatment, uh, things like that between the doctor's notes and maybe what it was billed for so that we're able to really, you know, bring that to the attorney's attention and the, and the paralegal's attention as they're working those cases.
1: That's awesome. And I've seen some demos of is, is Demand's AI a
0: different product? It's built in Filevine. It's it's, it's just a, again, we have several AI features within within Filevine, uh and Lead Docket uh, and even our other platform, Outlaw. And so the demands AI is paired from uh, Falvine and Outlaw, and we're able to really take all of the tr- the information within the case and bring that into an actual demand using AI. So we're actually pr- pulling all the information in, building a demand letter with artificial intelligence, and then having that reviewed by a team of attorneys to be able to give that to the firm for them to be able to say, hey, yes we would like this, we'd like this to go out to the insurance company from there. Um, so it really, what we've noticed is uh, it's been able to reduce time to get the demand letters down by, you know, somewhere between seven and 14 days right now.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, look, you know, chat GPT four passed the bar exam with uh, in like the 90th percentile. So yeah, you know, clearly we're coming to the realization that the AI is, is just as good, or in some cases better than humans. Absolutely, it's more consistent, makes fewer errors. Now, you know, almost every, in almost every category of artificial intelligence, you know, everybody's going to say, look, have an experienced lawyer, look at it first. Um, And that's true with, you know, any of the work we're doing, we definitely have an experienced search engine optimization expert look at everything that we're generating with some experimenting we're doing in AI. We're we're really scratching the surface too. So, your real specialty is lead docket. And, you know, I call it an interstitial. I know that's not, no, I don't think anyone else uses that term, but it's (laughs) like lead docket is, seems to work really well in between like the leads we generate as a digital marketing agency. And then my interest in, in this, these products has always been, you know, we send the leads to the law firm and then they go in, sometimes they go into a deep, dark hole. And what, ideally what we want is really good feedback. You know, like how do the Google leads work out? How do the local service ads, the Google screen leads work out? And how do the SEO leads work out? And when I mean work out, what I mean is, you know, what percentage of the leads each month turn into a signed client? Right. So if we can get that feedback, we can give that back to our teams. And we're like, hey, you know, these 10 SEO leads, you know, five of them signed as clients. And then we can go back and figure out what blogs those people came in on and write more blogs like the ones that worked uh, so you know yeah, same sure. thing with keywords and same thing with the google screen local service has. so where we've loved lead docket and our clients that are using it is it's in between the case management system and the lead so the lead comes in goes uh, you use lead docket with your the intake teams and then goes into file line, and then it reports back on the cases and even the case value you know after six months if you could say Hey, the Google Stream cases were all worth thirty thousand yeah. dollars, and the pay per click cases were worth worth twenty thousand dollars. Now you know, you know those Google's, and I don't know this that data, so I'm, yeah. I'm throwing out numbers. But we definitely do know the data of of the percentage of cases that convert, and that we get that information from Lead Docket. So go ahead and tell us about Lead Docket, and tell us about how it interplays with you know the leads and the CRM and the case manager on the other side.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So just to explain Lead Docket at at a very basic level, Lead Docket manages all of your marketing efforts in one location. So for anything that you're advertising, whether that be on Google, uh, Facebook, you know, uh, the back of a phone book to a park bench, there is a number, there is something that is associated with how they are reaching out to you lead docket has a way to track all of that um you mentioned like the you know Google click you know the, the ads the campaigns the lSAs we can track all of those uh in lead docket the best part is is we can break them down by individual each individual uh marketing effort right so we just named three just on Google alone so you can imagine that's just you know you may have multiple campaigns running and you need to know which campaign is converting the best right and so um a couple ways that they're all Integrated directly, so once somebody goes on and they click on an, uh they click on an ad or they click on a campaign, and they go to a website and they fill out a form, well, we're tracking tracking that Google Click ID all the way through, um, so that we can actually tell you that came even though the you know that that it came from your website, we know that it actually they got to your website by coming from Google and a specific campaign and how they got there. Um, so we track all of that. We actually store all that in the system as well. It's visual for the for the customer and the firm. Um, But additionally, we use webhooks to pass that information back to these uh, the ad agencies, and we're able to say, okay, this particular campaign resulted in this new signed case, and this is you know this is where it is in the process. Additionally, if it's declined or if it's rejected, we also can pass that back with webhooks as well. Um, So we we call them Google offline conversions, so you're able to see those. Awesome. (laughs) Um, But additionally. Once you sign that case up, it goes into FileVine, it has worked through the process, and eventually that case should settle. We have a cool integration directly with FileVine as it's our parent company, is that we actually have what they call phase mapping. So in FileVine, you have phases. One of the phases is going to be settlement. Once it goes into settlement and then it's settled and the numbers are in there, we actually pass that information back to lead docket. So we'll give you real-time ROI by campaign, by marketing source, Uh, If you're using uh, other integrations like call rail or call tracking metrics, we're able to actually tell you which numbers are getting called the most, how we're linking those to the leads. And additionally, how those are resulting in dollar value down the road. So we can look at cost per lead. We can look at cost per acquisition. But additionally, we can look at things like uh, what the settlement values were on those and give you like a real percentage of ROI on each one.
1: That's crazy good.
0: What stage of a law
1: firm... Should they have a case manager, a CRM? Like, who are the best folks to use Filevine and Lead Docket?
0: Yeah, you know, I get this question pretty much every every time I come on either a podcast or, or some type of webinar. And and here's the thing: if you're spending a dollar on advertising, you have have to have a way to track it. You have to have to weigh, a way to say, I spent money. How am I getting a return on my investment? Because at the end of the day, what is the point of marketing if you don't know if it's actually returning anything to your law firm? So I say it all the time: like, if you're spending any money in the marketing world, there should be a way to to know exactly how many cases you're bringing in, and if that's resulting, and if it's not resulting for you, you need to move to the to the next the next venture, whether that's you know another another social media platform or or whether that's you know getting in, involved with a team like yours, Jay, and really how should we market?
1: Awesome. What tips do you have? You know, you you said you're signing forty five hundred cases a month. You know, what tips do you have? You obviously you're seeing probably hundreds of law firms' performance. You know, yep. what should folks be doing? You know, on on the basic marketing stuff, and what's maybe some more sophisticated tips you would give folks?
0: Yeah, I think the number one thing is having a brand, a consistent brand across all marketing platforms. You know, you see a lot of law firms and they have uh, they don't they have a one one lawyer on a billboard and they don't really have a slogan. They don't really have anything to remind someone who they are. Some of the best firms that I've seen in our platform and additionally, as I was in the as I was in the law firm space, our competitors at that time, the people who are performing the best have a consistent brand. No matter if you see them on a commercial or you see them on a billboard or you see them on Google, you know who that is based off a color or a name or a specific slogan that they're using. And those are the things that I feel like have shown the best results. Additionally, and another part of it that a lot of firms... I just
1: want to jump in and hold on that point because for a long time, our clients would ask us like, you know, what should we have on our landing page if we're doing ads? You know, should we have a big check? or you know hey we we get you the most money or should we have right. a you know a lawyer with boxing gloves we fight the insurance company or should we have a picture of a car accident right. and you just gave the right answer which is you should develop a consistent brand message that represents your firm and then you should be consistent with that so if That's right. you know, if your brand is you know we fight the insurance companies on your behalf you right. should be consistent on the on the billboard and you know, on your google ad and on your website and on your social media and, and that should be a fit with your firm is one thing I've found is like, you know, some firms are the the local family firm that cares and gets back to you and deals with your case one-on-one. You know, obviously some firms business model is like volume and, and settling cases, but their message should be, well, you know, we'll fight and get you the check.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing that, uh, again, I think the consistency, right? Like if you're changing branding monthly, it's hard for people to know who you are and who to call, um, you know, it's, we're in the day and age now that uh, you'll see many billboards that don't have a number on them anymore. And the, it's because you're you're there to remember their name. And so, because everybody's using Google, right? Um, I, I make this I make this joke that Google is like the the new f- telephone book, right? Like back in the old days of, of marketing, somebody went to a telephone book and whoever had the biggest ad on that page or whoever yeah. had the square, or that box, they were there. Or you named your law firm ABC. So you could be the first person you saw in the law firm. Section, the right? Yellow pages, because, yeah.
1: Right. Because, um, but don't, it, you know, obviously it's critical to get phone calls too, right? Like yeah, absolutely. We, absolutely. We find phone calls convert much better than, than clicks to websites. Do you I back agree. up that data?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think that uh, one of the one key lacking features is a lot of law firms have a number, but they're not tracking that number in some fashionable way. You know, again, I mentioned two earlier with call real and call tracking metrics. Those are the two that are the most common that I've seen in this space, but they are... They give you the most data in our in our opinion from what we've seen, um, and additionally we have we do have direct integrations with them, so we are able to pull into that data. Yeah. And so being able to track those phone calls, I, I completely agree that a phone call has a higher conversion rate because you're getting you're providing a personal touch and answers to an immediate question.
1: I'm just validating all the good facts here. So you, you were gonna I, I interrupted you on the brand topic. Yeah. You were gonna tell everyone the best marketing strategy, and I interrupted you. So go.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think at the end of the day, the the best marketing strategy is the one that someone always remembers who you are because it, it, you never know, like, let's just uh, from You're our- You're not going to
1: give us the really good tactics. It's just...
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, the hard, the hard part about giving a tactic is all based off of the law firm. Be the person that always answers the call. That'd be the first thing. When the call comes in, don't have a press one for new client and press two for existing, right? Like the longer you- make somebody wait, the more likely they are to go to the next person on the list. We had a rule that there was a, a 90, you had 90 seconds to convert. I mean, at the end of the day, you can ask from a personal injury perspective, you can really ask four to five questions and know exactly where that case lies. So that's the, you know, my thing is always be responsive, be quick to answer. Uh, so true. There's, there's so many other firms out here doing the same thing that you're doing. Amen. Um So a couple quick questions. What apps or
1: techniques or, or Tools do you use for personal productivity? I mean, we have got the technology guy. How do we yeah. all be more efficient?
0: Yeah, from from our perspective on the product side, I use we use a lot of things like Airtable or Miro to to track user activity. Also, we use we use an app called Pendo um, that allow allows us to see that you know what the users are clicking on, how often they're on different pages, things like that, um, and really just documenting our side of how everything kind of the user journey of how they're using the product. And that helps us provide feedback to, you know, our team to be able to make it more efficient or, you know, add different features or, or different requests um, from the customer. You know, I'll say that uh, I use uh, Calendly for a lot of my like meetings that need to be set. And just Love that's You've got to have Calendly.
1: Yeah. The well, old and, email like Hey can you meet at three or four and then like you get the yeah. email a day later and you miss them That's right. awesome That's right. if, if you guys don't have calendar gotta check it out yeah what are some of your best business books like if you meet a young person you know doing their business school or their law school what are a couple books that
0: gotta read out of the yeah. gate? so mine are kind of all over the place. number one, I gotta give a little shout out to Michael mogul game changing attorney if you're an attorney. Um, those are the, those that, yeah. that one right there, even as, even from the marketing side and being yeah. with the firm side, I learned a lot from that from a business side, good to great, you know, Jim well, Collins, yes. great, great book. Um, <laughs> but from a product side, you know, I've got some, some really great ones. Um, I've got inspired, uh, which is a really good one, uh, by Marty Kagan. And then additionally, uh, I think obviously you mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Crushing It, any any Gary Vaynerchuk book, uh, in my opinion, is going to kind of point you in the right direction and make sure that you're, you know, just mo- motivated, really. I think that the are fired lawyer, up
1: and give you some good
0: tools. That's right. That's right. Great. Well, last question um, or
1: second last question. Give me some blogs or podcasts or YouTubes that you follow.
0: So a couple that I'll follow, uh, Steve Fretzen, Be That Lawyer, Good To Be Social, a uh, good one. Obviously, Jay, your your podcast is wonderful. <laughs> your YouTube channel is wonderful. Um, leading up to this, I watched a good bit of your things and, and learned a good bit about how you guys yeah, work I I, got,
1: I love it. For some reason, YouTube started loving us and it's blowing up. We're like over 250,000 views on YouTube and it's like 50,000 a month now. It's just like at the crazy hockey stick. Yeah. Um, and the last question, where can people get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, so my my email uh, is my first and last name. It's Joshua Hostolo at filevine.com. Additionally, a uh, LinkedIn, uh, Joshua Hostolo. I do have a Twitter page. Same thing. Um, so my name is on each one of these. They can reach out any way. Uh, doesn't doesn't matter to me. Awesome, Josh. Thanks so much for your
1: time and all your information. And we'll look forward to hearing more from you guys. We, Filevine, uh, Dr. Kane Elliott's going to speak at our event, TGR live in April. So lots more information on all of this to come. Thanks everyone for being here, Josh. Give you the
0: last word, buddy. Definitely, Jay, I appreciate your time. Uh, Again, if you're looking in the marketing world and you're trying to, to to track those things, look at lead docket, take your time, really evaluate each one of the products you're using in your business. Awesome, thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing for Law Firms podcast. Please send questions and comments to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That is podcast at T-E-N goldenrules.com.